So Kronos, you know, the, the big bad Titan guy, power over time, was like, no, I don't want my, any of my children to take over the throne and rule Earth. So he decided to, you know, You eat. know what, Elise? I think that is really interesting and all, but honestly, you're a really horrible storyteller. So why don't we let me stick to telling the stories? Fine. My name is Elise, and my partner here is Kenna. Now, here on the HS Persephone, we run a history podcast. Kenna here will tell the story while I just comment sarcastically. So, Captain, what does today's story entail? Today's story entails one of the most famous unsolved mysteries of all time. Uh, well, uh, Amelia Earhart, or uh, another plane, uh, missing planes, or the Bermuda... I can never say it! The Bermuda Triangle. Which is odd, because you love that place. I love that place, it's so interesting. No, actually, I'm talking about the Lost Colony of Roanoke. I actually think I've heard of them, but I don't know anything about them tell me today you're gonna (laughs) learn i this story has captivated me for so so long okay so there's this dude right Mm -hmm. that's how all these stories start there's this dude (laughs) his name is walter rally okay and he's he's english slash british so he's british he's british and in in 1584 he took two ships out to the outer banks of North Carolina to spot a good location for a colony. Uh-huh. Because that's what the British do. While over there, he made some friends with with the local Native American tribes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they were on pretty good terms. After a month, Raleigh took his ships and went back home. And when he got back to England, he immediately started setting things up to get a colony going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what the British do, colonies. Yeah, he was hyped. Okay. There's this thing you absolutely need to remember. Okay. Very important. Okay. On his way back to England, yeah. Raleigh took back two Native Americans with him, Montio and Wanchis. Okay. Remember that. It will become very important later. Okay. Surprise tool that will help us later. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's a it's a video game you pick up a oh there's just this random uh pen over here i wonder what that'll do and then like three months later into the game it's in the final boss fight and you're like you needed that pen and you're like i needed that pen from like level two <laughs> <laughs> like who cares this will be important though okay. i promise you it's nowhere near as useless as the pen <laughs> so um on this, on this, like, first, this 1.5 attempt, yeah. at, after the scouting mission, yeah. he took 600 men with him, but the waters of the Outer Bank were really dangerous, and so only 100 of the men were stationed at the island of Roanoke. Okay. And Queen Elizabeth I, which we talked about, yeah. she was a pretty big fan of this. She thought, like, yo, that's pretty cool. And um, wanted him to call the new island, or the new land, Virginia, because she was the Virgin Queen. Oh! So, so, so it's Virginia they're looking at. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. I just think that's so sweet. <laughs> also, it's just like, yo, yo, the land you found, that's so cool. Name it after me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, that's also what they do with, like, uh, buildings and stuff. Like, whoever, like, funds it usually gets their name a part of it. Oh, that's so true. I guess we'll have to find something. <laughs> and then it will be our own. Anyway, 
though obviously the there were Native Americans already here. Yeah. And um the Native American tribe there on Roanoke um gave the Englishmen like permission to build stuff. They were like, mm, okay, I guess. Okay, nice. And this all happened in like September and October. Okay. They were supposed to get another ship full of supplies before winter, but Queen Elizabeth canceled it because she was stressed about other things, like the impending war with the Spanish. Okay. So she got the big distracted. And because of that, they got no supplies in winter. And because of that, that, yeah. those 100 men had to start sharing food with the Native American tribes. And there wasn't really enough for all of them. Makes sense. Big yikes. Overpopulation in an area that wasn't used to having that many people. Plus it, like, wasn't that big of an island. Yeah. It was kind of small. Were they able- no, they wouldn't have been able really to fish. Nah. They no. probably weren't smart. They probably didn't know how to fish, honestly. Yeah. Although, I don't know, how- did people- hmm. No, people would have known how to fish, it was just winter. That's true. I was never taught how to fish. I can teach you how to fish. <laughs> you can teach me how to fish? Yeah, God, yeah no, I learned back how, in, like, how am, I, how am I this old and I still don't know how to fish? How old are you, anyway? That's not important to the story, Elise. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway... So, their relationship quickly became very strained, obviously, not to mention the other neighboring native tribes were getting suspicious because every time the English came to visit them, everyone would die. Oh, well done. <laughs> because they were giving them deadly pathogens that they didn't have immunity to. Yeah, not smallpox. Yep, that was very kind of them. <laughs> so, the, the Native American tribes started getting suspicious, like, hmm, I wonder... Why is it every time the English comes, they just, we just all die? Yeah. Fun fun fact, the Native Americans, quote, thought that the English were shooting invisible bullets. <laughs> invisible bullets. Which I guess Let is, me just take up my invisible gun. My invisible gun. I guess that's slightly true because pathogens, I don't know. Mm. Pathogens are invisible to the human eye. Yeah. And they're just very slow bullets. Yeah. So, um, the two, the two leaders of Roanoke, mm -hmm. um, on the English side is Ralph Lane, and the Native American leader, uh, this is the only one I don't remember how to pronounce, so I'm gonna no, say, it's okay. Wingina. Okay. They started getting even more suspicious of one another, and things were getting really tense. Yeah, not surprising, people dying, not enough food. Yeah, you know what, the Brit the British stress everyone out. <laughs> That's still true to this day. Honestly, I think it's just humans in general. That's true. I don't know, British- being Bri being British sounds stressful. <laughs> All that rain. All that rain. Brexit. Who knows what's going on with them these days. <laughs> so, um, things were going really tense, and because of that, when Gina took the um the Native Americans like off the island to go hang out with another tribe, yeah, because uh, they, so then there won't be so many people together, yeah. And Ralph Ralph Lane thought in his mind he thought, oh my God, when Gina is going inland to get more Native American friends so that they'll come here and kill all of us. So in a fit of like paranoid rage, 
he he took all of his people inland and then slaughtered all of the Native Americans and then put Wingina's head on a pike. What the what? <laughs> he was. Uh, Are we sure he wasn't insane? Someone didn't have a Snickers bar. <laughs> you're not yourself when you're hungry. Yeah, he's just not himself when he's hungry. <laughs> they were big hungry too. Oh well, yeah, good point. They were starving because it was winter. Yeah, so may- maybe it's not all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> so we- a week later, and I love this. This literally isn't important in the slightest, uh-huh. but I love the fact that a week later, a few English shipped. Ships captained by Sir Francis Drake, mm-hmm. who's really cool. He doesn't have any significance to this, but it was captained by Sir Francis Drake. He stopped by the colony and evacuated everyone that was still there, like Ralph Lane and all, yeah. all his guys, <laughs> except three who were late and got stranded. <laughs> <laughs> so all the English ships just kind of left. Yeah, it's like be- getting left um, behind by your mother at work when she thought you were brought home by your father how often does that happen it happened once and i'm and i never let her forget it (laughs) what on earth oh my god that sounds horrifying (laughs) i knew everyone else there but and so she she was able to just come right back but she low-key forgot me (laughs) (laughs) that is so messed up except except this at for them it wasn't even it wasn't even like they could just go back and pick them up well, it's the fact that, like, it's their own fault for being forgotten. <laughs> for being forgotten. Because they were late <laughs> to the evacuation. <laughs> so maybe maybe they deserved it, honestly. <laughs> so, um, they got stranded. <laughs> My notes here. I don't know why it says, except three who were late and got stranded, Lamau get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very kind to these people. (laughs) So, the first colony was basically a fail. Yeah. We can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, It did not turn out very well. L. L. Big L. But there was this one dude, right? Mm -hmm. Named John White. So the most stereotypical name ever. Yes. (laughs) I would say it's probably even more recognizable than John Doe. Yeah. This is John White. So, okay, it's unclear if he was part of that first failed colony or not, but I assume he was because man was literally so hyped to go there and try again. Like, he was ecstatic. So... He was, like, bouncing up and down, like... <laughs> just like, let's go back to the room, like, let's go back, let's go So, back. like, a hyperactive dog. Yes, he was so... He's <laughs> gonna walk. He was so excited. He was so hyped. And then he, he did. He did. And But this time, instead of... Like, the colony was more to try and, like, make a living and establish, like, a life there instead of the first one, which is more of, like, this is an English fort, we're so cool, leave us alone. Yeah. And after a while, he somehow managed to get the funds to take three ships um, with 120 men, women, and children to Roanoke Island. Yes. And the thing is, I thought I was going to write this down, the ratio of, like, men, women, to children, but I all I remember is that there were 11 children. Okay. And the men to women ratio was just, nah, I guess it's lost to time. <laughs> so, this all, this all took place in 1587. Okay. Except, wait, no, that isn't right. We gotta take a few steps back, okay? Uh Uh-huh. So, there's a couple things wrong with this. 
first, there's a Portuguese man, right? His name is Simo Fernandez. Uh-huh. And he's a hella good navigator. Like, he's uh-huh. amazing. And he was on the first scouting expedition. He navigated for the first failed colony. And now he was going to navigate White's expedition. Yeah. Except everyone agreed that they probably shouldn't go back to Roanoke because that, man, that place kind of sucked, didn't it? (laughs) So instead, they were going to go to Chesapeake Bay. That's a way better place, they agreed. But for some reason, Fernandez was just like, yeah, no, lol. (laughs) And then he dumped them back on Roanoke and then left. Well done. They weren't supposed to go back to Roanoke, but Fernandez was such, like, a renowned navigator that... When he he dumped them on Roanoke, they were like, well, he's a really good navigator. Well, this is our life now. Yeah. Nobody questioned his authority. It was just, okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, I guess we live here now. (laughs) Okay, side note. This also isn't very important to the story, but it is kind of creepy. Side note, between these two events, like the failed colony and... John White's 1597 colony. Two yeah. fleets of English ships also stopped at Roanoke to find it deserted. Like, even those three dudes who got left behind were gone. Uh-huh. Except the second one, the second ship that came, yeah. um, didn't want to just leave the island, like, empty. That'd be sad. So he left 15 crewmates on the island and then left. Why? I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he wanted them to do. We'll never know. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) Because what's really fun is that when Fernandez dumped White's people onto Roanoke, those 15 crewmates weren't there. Dun, dun, dun. Which is even, which is really, really weird because when John White eventually came back to Roanoke after a supply run, his people were also gone. Everyone keeps disappearing. Except, wait, we're not there yet. We need, we need, we need to pause. Okay. So a couple months before White's people actually landed, do you remember Montiel and Wanchies? Yeah. Okay, I'm glad, because they, remember, those were very important. They, they were both returned to America. Wanchies went to his homeland of Roanoke, absolutely hating the British, and you know what, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they deserve it. That's fair. <laughs> And, and Montiel went back to his homeland um, of the Croatoan island, and he actually thought the British were pretty cool. Nice. He he liked all their inventions and stuff. That makes sense. He was a fan of their food. <laughs> but isn't English food known for being like bland. so <laughs> painfully bland? Yeah, like like there's uh, like there's this guy who like his whole thing is comparing America and Brit- and British and oh, Britain. so like all of you do. Yeah, no, but like one time he tried um, their biscuits uh, and then our chips ahoy, and he was like, "This is so much better, but so unhealthy." Yeah, and I'm like, "You're not wrong." <laughs> My brothers went to the British Isles for a school trip. Yeah. And they came back, and they were so happy to have flavorful food. (laughs) They literally told me everything tasted like nothing there. I thought it was good, but then again, I didn't spend that long in London. We went to Scotland after. Scotland sounds so much better. (laughs) Oh, okay, where were we? Where were we? Um, he came, they, the two guys came back from Britain. Yes! So... Um, Mantia went back to his homeland of the Croton Island. He liked the British. Yeah. So, within a month of John White's people living on Roanoke, a handful of people had been, like, 
brutally killed by the Native Americans. Well, yeah. And do you want to take a wild guess who did it? The guy who came back? Yeah, Wanchis. I don't remember his name. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently he had also killed those 15 crewmates, too. Oh, well. Uh, which, like, uh, and I can only assume he killed the three sto- those three stowaways, too. Yeah. That got, that got left on the island because they didn't, they were late. Yeah. And don't know how to manage their time. Yeah. Um, so, not only were they obviously not welcome, but the English settlers on Roanoke Island were also, like, the big starving. Not surprising. Yeah. It's, like, it's the 1500s. Yeah. There's no food. Um, they begged, they begged their governor, John White, to go back to England. And, um... Oh my god, hold on. They begged him to go back to England to get more supplies because yeah. they're, they're freaking starving. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're hungry. Go and, get food. And he didn't want to initially because his daughter and granddaughter were, like, on the island. And oh, yeah. See, he didn't want to leave them. But, oh, yeah. But eventually he had to. And, uh, guess what? Guess what? It, uh, do you want to get a, a guess how long it took him to return? A while? <laughs> Be more specific. Months? Mm, give me a specific amount. Five months? It took him three years. What the hell? Yeah! Even with, like, the normal, like, sailing ships, it doesn't take that long to go back and forth. Now, now we're at the point in the story where we all have a little bit of knowledge, I assume. So John White went back to England to go get supplies, but unfortunately they were still having problems with Spain and prevented him from being allowed to return until three years later in August of 1590. Well then. <laughs> and his entire colony was gone. Not surprising. What do you, wait, what do you mean not surprising? Well, so far, the Native Americans have killed every other person who's been on there. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they also had no food. Yeah. So I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah. His entire colony was gone, and there were only two clues. C-R-O was carved into a tree, and Croatoan was carved into a fence post. Otherwise, the houses were in disarray and seemingly looted, the grass and weeds overgrown, and it looked like... No one had been there in a while. Yeah, because they were all dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that what you think happened? Yeah, I think the Native Americans all killed them. Okay, because from what I've learned is that there are like five different endings that this could have. Okay. Are you ready to get into them? Yep. So, um, to some people, it obviously looked like White's colonists had moved to the island of Croatoan. The colonists had agreed to leave some sort of clue to their whereabouts if they decided to abandon Roanoke, which I feel like we should have mentioned earlier, but I that's just how it goes. Uh-huh. Um, um, John White wanted to go visit them because he was like, oh, they left me a sign on where they are. Let's go see how they're doing. Yeah. Um, so he got on a ship. I don't remember who was navigating, but it was just some dude who was navigating. Yes. Yeah. And he was like, take me to Croatoan. And then there was a storm. And then he tried a second time. Let's go to Croatoa. And then there was another storm. Uh And then he was like, let's go to Croatoa. And the navigator was like, no, we're going home. (laughs) (laughs) So, who knows? Who knows? Um, And then he went back to England, faded into obscurity, and never was heard from again. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Yeah. 
he failed. Yeah. <laughs> Although, there's one dude named John Lar Lawson, not Larson, Lawson, and he went to the now even bigger Croatoan island, now known as Hatteras. Uh-huh. And, and some of the natives had, like, paler skin and gray eyes, so it's assumed that the colonists indeed did move to Croatoan, and the two people merged as one. Huh. Well, that's nicer than I was thinking. <laughs> I like to believe this one because, like, I mean, Croatoan liked the British. Yeah. And they want to go hang out. Like, yeah. I, I like the sending. That would be sweet. Yeah, instead of like, how I like to imagine it, with all the death and murder. <laughs> but uh, there's this whole conspiracy going on, on that maybe they moved 50 miles inland to a fort. Because while recalling what happened to the colony, to the courts, White offhandedly mentioned that, like, oh, there was this cool spot 50 miles inland that he sort of liked, but nobody paid any attention to it. Yeah. However... In late 2011, someone carefully examined one of John White's old maps of Virginia, because he really liked to make maps that yeah. were strangely good. Um, and he carefully examined one of John's maps, and he found a hidden four-pointed star. And four-pointed stars on maps usually symbolize a fort. Huh. And it was hidden in the paper. And guess what? It was just about 50 miles inland. Because <sighs> there was there was like this white slip of paper that was like, hmm. like in the olden times they didn't have the paper resources as spare to just like redo a map. So if you messed up, they kind of put like um like a piece of paper just over it, like the the like the Victorian era version of whiteout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they just. Covered over it. Yeah, they covered over it. They covered over the four-pointed star. And they they think he did that because he was scared of Spanish spies. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. Ooh, spooky. That's also in my notes. It says, in all caps, Spanish spies, ooh, spooky. <laughs> With three exclamation points. I love your notes. <laughs> Me too. Uh, it's, it's fun looking back at them and see what in the world I was thinking. <laughs> Interestingly, there's this one stone tablet that was found only a few miles north of the hidden fort, or what we now call Site X, that seems to be a message from Eleanor Dare, John White's daughter. But the validity of it is highly questionable. Yeah. Or maybe the colonists of Roanoke were slaughtered. No bodies or indication of a mass grave were found on Roanoke. But decades later, England established a new colony in 1607 that overlapped, like, a bonk ton of current Native American tribes, all led by this man called Powhatan, yeah, who apparently admitted to slaughtering whites colonists. Well then, so like he he so, kind of admitted it. So either he did, or he or he just said he did, so he could take the credit. <laughs> I personally, I think that's it, because <laughs> like they're. Mm, because then again, some of most of his Native Americans looked pale and had blonder hair, so maybe they killed the men but took the woman. We yeah. don't know, dude. One guy thinks a zombie plague killed the colonists <laughs> from Roanoke Island. Nobody really knows. There were reports of English-looking people on Croatoan, but 16th century, 16th century English relics at Site X. We have. 
No one really knows. We have some ideas on what happened in the Colonna Serrano, but we don't really know for sure, for sure. Hence why it's an unsolved mystery. What are your final thoughts? What do you think happened? Um, probably, um, that they just moved uh, to Croatone. Yeah, that's what I hope. Uh, that's honestly probably the more realistic if they did get- or that they just killed all the men and stole the women. Yeah. Uh, so then they, uh, cause then it would make sense why they would have more blonder hair and grayer eyes. I uh, know, I'm a pretty big fan of the zombie theory. <laughs> cause the guy who, like, made the zombie plague theory, he- that's his job. That, what? that is his job. He his whole career is like based on like zombies. Well then, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Elise! Look! There she be! The HS Persephone! Oh thank the gods. What should we tell the king? We'll figure it out. <laughs>